everyone. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of Irie Financial. Welcome to another episode of AdBits, where I will be sharing bits of knowledge about self-directed retirement. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Roth IRA conversions. Just wanted to thank everyone for spending a few minutes with me today to listen and learn about Roth IRA conversions, which is a obviously really important technique and potential tax planning opportunity, especially in light of COVID-19. I think there's even more benefits. So this is a new type of podcast. Um, so if you haven't subscribed, uh, please do. It's a weekly podcast that dives into a very specific topic surrounding a self-directed retirement subject. So it's a bit of info on a important topic. Today, we're gonna to be dealing with Roth conversions. So let's get started. So what is a Roth IRA conversion? Roth IRA conversion simply means, as it states, that you are turning a pre-tax IRA into a Roth IRA or a pre-tax 401k into a Roth 401k. So why would you wanna do that? Well, number one, the advantage of having a Roth is that once you're over 59 and a half and the Roth's been open at least five years, you never have to pay tax on any Roth IRA or 401k distributions. So the idea is you wanna move tax deferred potential income into tax free potential income. So that's the main advantage of going tax deferral to tax free and do a Roth conversion is to basically shelter all your future income and gains from tax, right? And that's the main advantage of a Roth. So just to do a very, very quick overview of the differences between a pre-tax IRA and a Roth IRA, a pre-tax IRA is a tax deductible retirement account, meaning you could for 2020 contribute up to six or $7,000 if you're over 50 and you get a tax deduction for what you put in. Okay, so that's helpful because it reduces your tax. Once the money's in the account, it grows without tax and that's called tax deferral or compounded interest. And when you pull the money out, if you pull it out before 59 and a half, it's subject to tax and 10% penalty. If you pull it out after 59 and a half, it's subject to income tax. When you hit 72 years old, you have to take what's called required minimum distributions or RMDs. And it's basically forces you to take into a little bit of income each year, approximately 3%. Uh, when you pass, you can then move the IRA to a spouse and the spouse can put the IRA into his or her name. And if you leave it to a non-spouse, like a child, the child has 10 years to take the money out and pay tax as he or she pulls the money out. A Roth, which was created in 1997 by Senator Roth, is basically the opposite of a pre-tax IRA. It's an after-tax IRA. So it's the same contribution amount, six or $7,000, but there's no tax deduction. So you don't get the advantage of doing a tax deductible contribution, but, and this is the big, big, big bonus of the Roth, as I explained previous, so long as you can wait five years and be over 59 and a half, all the money you take out is tax-free. So that's obviously the huge, huge bonus of the Roth. And that's why you wanna do Roth conversions. So when you do a Roth conversion, what happens? 
So basically, you're moving your money from a pre-tax IRA to a Roth. So from a procedural standpoint, you'll open a Roth IRA account, if you haven't already, and you basically will either move the cash or you'll move the in-kind asset into the Roth, okay? And that's all you're going to do. The custodian will do everything for you. You will not have to do anything yourself, okay? So don't worry about it. The custodian or bank will basically handle the Roth conversion for you. Most custodians won't charge a fee for the conversion, um, and that's pretty much all you need to do. Um, it's not very difficult, okay? So just don't worry about the conversions. You should be thinking, if you do a Roth conversion, what should you be thinking? Well, number one, you need to be able to make sure you can pay the tax on the conversion, okay? Because again, when you go pre-tax to Roth, you gotta pay tax. You're moving income from the pre-tax to the Roth, and that's subject to income tax. Not capital gains tax, but income tax. So number one, make sure you can pay the tax. Number two, you wanna pretty much be very secure in the investment. Why? Because you are paying tax on the value today. So you better hope and you better strongly think the account will go up because if you don't, you're paying tax to the government right now and the potential investment will drop. So for example, you want to convert your Tesla stock. Let's say it's worth $50,000 today. If Tesla stock goes to zero, like Enron or Lehman Brothers or Bear Stearns, you just pay tax on $50,000 and it's worth zero. So you got you basically have a double loss. You pay tax and you lose the benefit of the retirement account. So I always tell people and tell all my clients, yes, number one, make sure you can pay the tax. Number two, you should have a strong, strong sense of faith in the investment. Because if the investment doesn't, pans out, doesn't pan out, you kind of lost the tax you paid on a higher valuation. So that's the other thing to consider. If you know you're gonna hit a home run, like you're investing into Facebook at an early stage or a really exciting startup, or you're buying real estate in COVID-19 and you're getting an unbelievable deal um, on the property, then doing a Roth could make sense because you believe that there's going to be some future appreciation. But that's the big risk of the Roth is the Enron, Lehman Brothers, Bear Stearns debacle where you pay tax at a high valuation and it goes down to zero. Like WeWork's another, right? I know I had some clients that had, they worked at WeWork and they had private stock in WeWork and they were able to have it in their IRA and they did a Roth conversion on it. And obviously the stock's worth you know, a lot less now because there's no IPO and they're you know, facing some, some severe financial insecurity. So that's the risk, okay? What else should you be considering? Your age. If you're 70 years old versus 30, a Roth conversion will have less power, right? right? Because if you're young, you have more potential Roth growth ahead of you. Whereas if you're 70, there's not as much Roth potential growth in it. Now, again, one thing to remember is if you have losses or you believe your income will be low in the tax year you do your conversion, that could give you more impetus to do the conversion, even if you're older. For example, you're 65 or 70, but you're gonna have losses this year from business losses because of COVID, or your income's gonna be much lower this year because of COVID, you may want to do a Roth conversion because your tax rate will be lower because your income level will be lower. Same way if you have losses, like let's say your business didn't do very well, you owned a restaurant this year and you're going to have tons of losses. 
those business losses, if they're through an LLC and they're active, they can eat up a lot of the income gains. So if your losses or you have net operating losses from past years, you can use that to offset income this year and really reduce your taxable income. And then you'll pay less tax on the conversion amount because your tax rate will be lower because you'll have less income. So those are some of the tax planning opportunities uh, that you should consider. COVID-19, unfortunately, obviously close to 150,000 Americans have died. You know, 20 plus million Americans have lost their job or been furloughed or been forced to take pay cuts. It's a very, very, very challenging year. Uh, the economy's done uh, the worst since World War II. Uh, the second quarter, 2020, has been the worst quarter since World War II. So um, not a very good year. But if you look for the positives, if you can, from a retirement planning standpoint or financial planning, Standpoint is look at Roth conversions because there's a good chance our incomes will be less. It's a good chance the businesses we run will have losses. And if you could eat up a bunch of your gains or your income through losses, um, you may want to think conversion. If you think conversion, you don't have to do it all in one year. You can do part conversions. You can do a little in 2020, a little in 2021, 22, on fourth. You don't have to do it all at once. Conversions of cash are easy, right? It's just the value of the cash. Conversions of asset, you need to get a value for that asset, right? So that presents more tax planning opportunities, especially during COVID. Probably a good argument to make that the loan you made to a borrower that's not paying you back now because of COVID or that property you own now because the tenant is not paying rent for the last four months is worth less today than it was last year. So you potentially can get an independent party to value your asset at less today than it was six or eight, 10 months ago. That's bad, right? Your asset's worth less, but it's good for conversion purposes because you'll pay less tax because the asset is worth less. So Roth conversions inside a checkbook control LLC is simple. If you have an IRA LLC and the IRA owns a piece of property, don't have to do much other than amend the operating agreement, right? So the IRA, let's say on 100%, of the LLC, and now you want to do a Roth conversion, let's say of all of the value of the LLC. So you're not actually converting the asset, you're converting the LLC interest, right? Because the IRA owns the LLC. So if the LLC has 15 properties, you don't necessarily convert all 15 properties, you just simply convert your ownership from IRA to Roth. So that's all done through the custodian. IRA Financial can amend your operating agreement, really super simple. The only thing you need to do is, is decide if you want to do it. And number two, get a valuation. If you're converting in-kind assets, which means anything other than cash, um, you need to get a valuation. If it's Bitcoin, it's pretty easy, right? You can just look at the valuation of the asset on that day. If Same with stocks or mutual funds or ETFs. Assets that are not liquid, like real estate or loans or even private equity, you need to get a valuation. So for real estate, it could be someone independent. You can't give your own valuation. You can use tax records. You can use an online source like Trulia. You can get an agent to provide you an independent value. Um, you don't need to go and spend $30,000 on an independent appraiser. I think you want to kind of look at tax records, independent source, maybe get a realtor's opinion, and maybe take the average. Or if you want to be super conservative, take the highest. Uh, if you want to be super aggressive, take the lowest. Um, what about discounted valuations? So I get this question a lot. Well, Adam, 
I own an interest in a business. My IRA owns 3% of this private business. It's doing pretty bad now, COVID. I only own 3%. I paid 100 grand, but I, I couldn't sell this 3% for 100 grand. Number one, it's a minority interest. Number two, the company's not doing great. What can I do? Well, again, if you can get an independent source, third party, to say that, you know what, your interest is probably only worth maybe 60% of what you paid or 70%, you probably can get around a discount evaluation, probably use that to lower the value of the property. Why do you want a discount evaluation? Again, the less the value of the asset is, the lower your tax rate is. The lower your tax rate, the lower the income you're paying tax on, the lower your tax rate, less money. Okay, so just simple, simple math, right? If you bought the property for 100 grand, and let's say you earn $50,000 from your employment, and you can get a valuation of 70,000. So now you add the 70 to the 50, so you pay tax on 120 versus paying tax on 150 if you kept the full valuation. So the less you're converting, I think the less risk you should take, right? Because you're not saving that much tax, paying tax on 150 versus 120. If you're converting $3 million, then yeah, the discount makes more sense because a 30% discount on $3 million is significant money. Even if, if your tax rate's 30%, if you're saving taxes 30% times 2 million versus 3 million, it's big money. Versus 25% of 150 versus 120, small difference. Maybe you wanna be less aggressive um, in taking a discount evaluation. But of course, there are justifications for taking a discount evaluation. COVID-19, I do believe presents, unfortunately, a good opportunity because it's going to be very hard for the IRS or any any um, you know, government agency to to really argue that COVID-19 has not impacted uh, people's um, investments or you know, financial positions. Uh, not many companies are doing better uh, or even as good COVID-19 than they were pre-COVID-19. So I think you probably can get away with it with a decent discount evaluation uh, because the asset's probably not worth today what it's worth, what it was worth eight months ago. Another thing to keep in mind, we've got an election coming up, tax rates, okay? If, if Joe Biden wins, he's said already the tax rates are gonna go up, um, maybe not necessarily just for the super rich, potentially for everyone. Um, so I think if you are a high net worth individual, um, you could expect more taxes. Even if Trump wins, there's a strong potential that tax rates will go up as well because We've been printing almost $3 trillion in the last four months. We're gonna to have to pay for it somehow. So tax revenue is just a really good source of uh, revenues for the treasury. So we can expect more taxes or higher taxes. So again, conversions in 2020 may prove to be another really good tax planning opportunity. You'd rather pay less tax on the conversion than more tax, right? So if you're converting $100,000 today, your tax rate's 25% versus 29% in 2021, potentially. Clearly, if you have the money, you do it this year. In addition, you may have losses that could eat up some of that income. So those are all the things you should be considering if you're going to do a conversion. Just to recap, your age, ability to pay the tax, your belief in the investment, um, your overall financial positions, whether you're gonna have losses this year, what your income level is gonna be this year, and also what you expect in the future from a tax rate standpoint, whether you 
think uh, Biden will win or Trump will win. Tax rates probably will go up. So if you have a thought on that, that could also weigh into your decision in doing a conversion this year. If you wanna do a conversion, you need to get an independent valuation. If it's not cash, you can work with the custodian who will help you do that. For example, Ivory Financial will help our clients uh, tell them exactly what they need. We'll take care of the conversion for free. We'll, we'll be able to open the Roth. We'll do the conversion. There's no fee for the conversion. We'll amend your operating agreement if you have a checkbook control. If you have a 401k, your documents allow for in-plan conversions. You just basically need evaluation. And then I suggest opening a, a sub-account under the plan. So if your plan is ABC 401k, I would just open another bank account, call it ABC 401k Roth, move the pre-tax cash into the Roth, and, and then it's just from an accounting standpoint, way, way easier to maintain the separate records for the pre-tax and Roth. And as a trustee or plan administrator, it'll make your life uh, much simpler. So overall, that's kind of what the Roth is. One thing that's I've kind of been surprised about in 2010, when we had the last financial crisis, um, Treasury did something very interesting. They basically w encouraged people to do Roth conversions. Why? Simply, they want money. And Roth conversions bring in tax revenue. Why? Because you pay tax prematurely, right? If you're 45 years old and you do a Roth conversion, you're giving the government tax on the value of your IRA without having them wait until you're 72, right? So it's in their interest to allow conversions. Now you may be saying, well, Adam, that is the dumbest thing you've ever seen, said because Roths, at the end of the day, if they have more money in the Roth, there's less money, the government will recap from that Roth because Roths don't pay tax on distributions. Yes, you're right, the government doesn't act rationally. They are thinking today. They're thinking tomorrow. They're thinking four years down the road. They're not thinking 20 years down the road. So yes, they are more than happy to take your money today. That's why I've told people, if you're doing Roth conversions now, I don't think you're gonna be subject to a lot of IRS scrutiny, even if you're super aggressive on your valuations, because they are going to be so happy that you're doing the conversion and sending them tax revenue when it was not due. So I don't think you'll see a lot of scrutiny on conversions this year. So if you have the potential to do that, um, your income's lower, you got losses, or you just have extra money lying around, then consider the Roth conversion. I don't think you'll see a lot of scrutiny. But going back to 2010, they did something very interesting. They basically said, if you do a Roth conversion, you have two years to pay the tax. So again, they tried to encourage people to do conversions. They have not done this so far. The CARES Act did not include a provision like that. Um, I'm surprised any legislation I've heard about a second stimulus package. Also, I've not read about a conversion uh, stimulus uh, provision. So maybe that will come again, or maybe they didn't find it very workable in 2010. Either way, I'm kind of surprised they are not pushing for it because that could add hundreds of millions of dollars of, of revenue to the treasury, which, which they absolute need. So maybe it will come. If it does come, another good reason to jump on it because you can spread the tax over a bunch of years. So the impact of the conversion won't be as steep. Um, but again, it's, it's not anywhere in any legislation I've seen so far, but it could pop up. So just, I obviously keep you abreast of that if, if it happens. So that's kind of it. That's the Roth IRA conversion in a nutshell. Uh, again, just make sure you get independent valuations. If you're doing a discount, 
make sure you have an independent valuation for that discount. Um, yeah, if, if the facts are, are there, you can be aggressive, but just be smart about it. For example, if you paid $100,000 for something, um, you know, to say it's worth $2,000 now, probably a little too aggressive, uh, unless you've lent the money to someone who is 100% not paying you back, whether it's bankruptcy or something else. Uh, and then again, that loan could be worthless. But for all other investments, whether especially real estate, where a hard asset still has some value, even COVID-19, you own a house, it's still got some value. The land has value as well. So you can't just write it down to zero. But you could play around and, and maybe get a 10, 20, 30% discount and then pay less tax. Um, the election is key. I think if you're really considering the conversion, you can wait it out, right? You can do it as of 1231. You have to do the conversion by 1231 if you want to pay the tax for 2020. If you do it January 1st, 2021, you can't treat it as a 2020 conversion. So it's got to be done 1231. So what I've talked to uh, some clients about is see how the election goes. If Biden wins, and again, this isn't a, a political commentary on Biden or Trump. It's just the facts are he's, he's already announced clearly that he's going to impose higher taxes. So if Biden does win and you have uh, a belief that you uh, feel like a conversion will make sense for all the reasons I described, then you, you want to probably do it. And you may want to do it in full versus part because taxes will go up in the future. So those are the th things to consider. Um, again, the custodian will take care of everything for you. They'll open the Roth account. If you do an LLC, they'll amend the operating agreement. If you do a partial with a checkbook control IRA LLC, it's a partial conversion. So for example, your IRA own 100% of the LLC, which own two homes. You want to convert, let's say 20% of it. And the property is worth, or the LLC is worth 100 grand the property is worth 95,000 and there's 5,000 of cash. So you would just amend the operating agreement to show the IRA owns 80 and the Roth IRA owns 20%. We would take care of the amended operating agreement. Don't have to retitle assets again because the LLC owns it. All we're doing is changing the ownership of the LLC. Just like if you do a Roth conversion of stock of Apple, you don't change your ownership in the iPhones and the watches. You just simply amend your interest in the stock of Apple from pre-tax to Roth. Same thing with the checkbook control LLC, super easy, paperwork, we'll open the Roth and you're pretty much in business. You just need to make sure you pay the tax April 15th of the following year. You're gonna include it on your 1040, it's ordinary income, not capital gains. You're gonna add it to all your other income. Be, talk to your advisor, maybe there's losses from prior years or current years because of COVID. You may have lower income, all those things you should be thinking about to determine if the Roth IRA conversion makes sense for you in 2020. So hope you found uh, this ad bit helpful and interesting. I really appreciate uh, all the support from the Self-Directed Retirement Nation. You guys are awesome. Love hooking you guys up with more content. Um, just hopefully educating more and more people the power of investing in assets you know and trust. And there's so many exciting tax planning opportunities if you are aware of them, like the Roth conversion, where you can potentially use discounted valuations because of COVID to lock in a reduced value and then pay no tax so long as the Roth's been open five years and you're over 59 and a half. So this is some you know, potentially, I think, you know, very, very exciting um, tax planning strategies that people can use to really save themselves a bundle of money when they're older, when they have Roth assets and they literally can just live off them tax-free. So if you own three, four homes in an IRA LLC and now you've able 
to convert it from pre-tax to Roth. You're 65 years old. Those assets are giving you 6,000 a month and just net rental income. Guess what? Just pay tax on, no tax. Just take a distribution, that's six grand in your pocket, tax-free. So assuming tax rates of, let's say 30%, that's like making another 1,800 bucks or so, right? Because you're not paying tax on any of that money, just right in your pocket. So it's super awesome, it's super exciting. Uh, hopefully, uh, more and more people are going to listen and learn um, because I'm trying to educate all you. I've learned this myself. It's worked for me. It's worked for my family. This will work for you. No matter your religion, your skin color, whether you're a Democrat, Republican, whether you live in the East Coast, West Coast, South, North, this will work. It's based off math. As long as you understand how everything works, you know the rules, you can use them to your advantage like a Roth conversion and reap significant financial rewards when you're older. So. Again, thanks for listening. Subscribe if you haven't already. Give us a like. Leave us a comment. And uh, stay safe. Forget, stay healthy. And talk to you soon. Thanks.